Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Thank you for tuning in to our Unstoppable Eventrepreneur podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your years, your time and your attention and being a loyal follower of our podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Sarah Dunn, and her specialty is SEO. Some of you may not know what exactly is SEO. So I'm not going to steal the limelight from Sarah, and I'm going to let her speak more than I speak. So I will be asking her some questions. And for those of you who are thinking of how to gain momentum in your business, especially making your website work for you, you need to pay attention to what Sarah has to say. So Sarah, thank you so much for coming on today and being my guest for my podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you how did you get started with SEO and, and you know your background? Why why did you choose SEO? It sounds like a very boring thing to do. <laughs> Well, May, I really appreciate being here and hopefully taking some of the boring out of SEO. So I'm so glad we have this opportunity to chat and maybe I can make it a little bit more fun because I have been in digital marketing for over a decade. My background is in marketing and I tried lots of different things as it came to digital marketing. So I actually started out just making websites for friends in 2011 And one friend told another, and I realized this could actually be a business. So I started a marketing company making websites, and I grew it over the next five years to really be a full-service agency with designers and developers. And we were one of those companies that offered everything. So you need a website, we can do it. You need graphic design or a logo, we can do that. You need a billboard, sure, we'll design it. Uh, How about social media management? Sure, why not? We'll send emails for you. And yes, we'll help you get found on Google. And this was really, really fun for me for a long time being involved in so many different types of businesses, figuring out what they needed in their marketing. But there was a point in my business that was kind of a turning point where I said, you know what? I think it would be really impactful to become an expert on something really, really specific. And 2017 was the magical year that I had my first event industry client. And it was one client who really changed everything for me. She was an event planner in one of the biggest cities in the US. And she had had a big website redesign done that she was so excited about. Except that as soon as her website launched, where she used to be on page one of Google for her most important keyword, that most important search that brought her tons of clients and tons of visibility, this new website caused her to drop and drop and drop in the rankings until we met and she was on page 12. And she oh, said, man. Sarah, you you do digital marketing. Can, do you know anything about Google? Can you help me figure this out? And we did it together. And it was really, really fun. And we were able to get her back on page one. And all credit to her, she said, Sarah, this was amazing. I want to tell everyone I know about you. 
And she really did. So that's how I got into the events industry. And by 2018, I said, I'm all in. I only want to do SEO for the wedding and events industry. I'm pumped up about it. I'm going to stop doing everything else and focus all my time and attention there. So this is what I've been doing for the last six years. Oh, how interesting. This is a great story that, hey, listen, it's... um. It's not difficult to do business with the events people because we are a whole bunch of fun people. Yes. We are a little crazy, but <laughs> you know, like, and tech is really not our thing. Okay. <laughs> really. I mean, like we are very creative people. Some of us are very good with numbers, including myself, but anything with tech, oh my God. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and I really admire that the crea- the creativity that event professionals have. And sometimes I like to call myself the geeky best friend that you all need because I love the tech side. I love figuring all this out. And I really admire that the work that event professionals do. So I do recognize that I come at this a little bit differently than a lot of service providers for the events industry, who a lot of the times figured something out for themselves and did it in their own business and then started teaching others. I want you to know I come from the outside and I'm a cheerleader for the events industry and I want to see everyone succeed. So that's what's really exciting for me and why I love doing this so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. We need a geeky friend because yes. we, we, our, our, our time is best spent doing what we do best, creating beautiful events, creating impactful events, not on uh, this, this tech stuff. So for those, of, for those people who are listening who do not understand acronyms SEO can you can you explain what does SEO means and what exactly does it do for the business yes i'm so glad you asked because i never like to start a conversation or a presentation without explaining from square one what SEO is so whenever anyone comes to any of my talks we're always doing a no stupid questions environment so let's start at step 1 which is what is SEO so SEO stands for search engine optimization And I consider it the art of influencing where your website and your business shows up on search engines. So by search engines, I usually mean Google because Google is the biggest player in search, but Mm -hmm. it can also mean search engines like Bing and Yahoo. And it can also mean other uh, places that people search like YouTube, for example. So anywhere that people are searching, All of those sites are trying to figure out what is the best website or the best content to show in the results. And there's things that people like me have learned that can actually impact where you show up. So that's all SEO is, is implementing what we've learned actually influences Google and brings more free visibility for a business. Okay. So basically it's like um, letting... We use certain keywords in our content so that when people search for that particular keyword, the World Wide Web knows to pull you as the, as the top runners yes. for, uh, for, to respond to the person who, or not respond, that, that you have content that is what they're looking for, what they're searching for. Am I right to say that? Exactly. Yes. Every single okay. day, people are searching for things on Google like, Nashville event planner or Chicago wedding planner or things like that. And there's 10 businesses on the first page of Google that show up first. So we're trying to figure out what are people searching for and how can we convince Google that we're the best business to show really high up on the page so that people will click through and learn about us. Okay. 
So I constantly hear this word SEO optimize. What does what does that mean? What does SEO optimize mean? And how we as business owner can achieve that? Yes. So optimized is this big phrase that we in uh-huh. SEO like to use a lot. And basically it just means that we've implemented those steps that we have learned that Google's looking for. So when you optimize a page on your website, for example, it means that you've taken the steps to help Google understand what that page is about and what searches it would actually be a fit for. In the process of SEO, what we usually do is we start by selecting a keyword that is a good fit for a page or a piece of content. And that usually means that if you're doing like more advanced SEO, you might actually use an SEO tool that will tell you what keywords online people are searching for and how often they are searched, how many times they're searched every single month. You can also do SEO with no tools at all and just make some assumptions based on your expert industry knowledge about what people are probably typing into a search engine to find your service or the advice that you have to offer. And I'm going to guess that a lot of your listeners probably have that number one keyword already in mind. It's usually that location plus service kind of keyword. So whether it's a city plus a service or maybe a state or province or country even, all of those things are usually the way that searchers in the event industry are looking for their service professionals. So Nashville event planner is that kind of location plus service that a lot of us are thinking about. And so if you optimize your homepage, for example, for that keyword, you're going to place that keyword in the places where Google is looking for it. And that's what optimized means. Does that make sense? Yes. So um, we want to make sure that we use words on our website that when are commonly typed in search words by the people. If let's say I'm a I'm in Miami and I am a corporate event planner. So I will put on my website Miami corporate event planner somewhere in my website. So if somebody is searching Miami corporate event planner. So if I have done my due diligence in getting my SEO keywords right, I will be pulled up uh, on Google search. Am I right to say that? That's so right. And what's so interesting is we can all think about this as a concept, but many of us, when we're putting our websites together, I see so many event professionals who don't actually use that exact phrase. So it's important when you're thinking about SEO to realize that Google is looking for you to actually use the phrase on your website that people are searching for. That's how they know you're a match. So if instead of writing Miami Corporate Event Planner, you write, we design incredible events for businesses in Florida, you're probably not going to rank for Miami Corporate Event Planner. There has to be somewhere on your website, in your page content, that you're willing to actually use the exact keyword you want to get found for. So that's usually like my number one tip for anyone who's never tried SEO before. Go open up the homepage of your website and take a really critical look and see, have you used that most important location plus service keyword clearly in the homepage content? Okay. 
Yeah, this is also one thing that I caution a lot of my clients inside my mentorship program. Like, don't be too foo-foo with your words on your website, okay? You know, because nobody's going to search for the, the experience maker. No, you are event planner. Don't, don't give yourself some funny title. It's okay to have those titles, but you got to have, you got to play it down to earth. Like you have to think from your consumer point of view, what would they be typing on Google? And if you put yourself in a consumer point of view, when you type in inside Google, Google actually will um, give you examples of the words that is commonly searched. Those are the words that you should put on your website. And that, that I will assume is what you call SEO optimized. Am I right? Yes, that's a great tip. So that Google auto suggest when you start typing into the Google search bar, I think we've all seen this. Google pops a little bit of a drop down down. It usually has five to seven different keyword ideas or things it thinks you're trying to search for. And those are hints to us as a business owner. Hey, people have probably searched for these exact phrases before. So probably something we should use within the content of the website. And I just want to say for anyone who feels like SEO is going to take their creativity away, we've both said, you know, don't be too creative in the language on your site. Mm. I always try to encourage my clients and students, we can still use nice big headlines and taglines that are more emotion driven and descriptive and creative. But we also need to use very clear keywords within the page content as well so that search engines and everyday people know exactly what you do and aren't confused. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times when the website has content that uh, is not SEO-driven, those are ego-driven words. You know, you know, unfortunately, it's you create the website for you instead of for your consumers, which the rule of thumb, when they come to your website, they're going to make a decision whether they want to work with you or not. So if you can't tell them what you do, who you help and how you help, why should they work with you? They will leave. You can call yourself whatever, the fairy godmother of event planning, but they will not hire you because they, they, they don't know what you do. So, and you will not be searched. You will not show up. Google will not show, show you because nobody's searching fairy godmother for wedding planner, you know? That's right. Will, yeah, you know, so they will be, they'll be searching for things that is in their head. So do it for your consumer. Don't do it just for you. I know it's your brand, but you can write whatever you want, but make sure you put in those Google suggested keywords. Okay, Yes. got that. So now, is SEO only done for website or can we SEO everything? <laughs> <laughs> so this, I love this question because it makes us think about what are things that people search for? What are different platforms that people search on? anything that gets returned in a search is something you could optimize. So think about your website, yes, but also think about your Google business profile, which is your free listing that you can get from Google that identifies your local business. You can optimize that with keywords and that can really show you in the map results more often. You can also optimize YouTube videos for keywords, TikTok videos, Pinterest boards, Pinterest posts. All of these are types of content that do get returned in searches. So I personally focus on websites and Google Business Profile because I think those are most important for event professionals who want to book more clients and get found when people have really strong intent to actually find someone to hire. 
But there's many other things that you could also be thinking about keywords if you're spending all this time creating content anyway, to be able to think about keywords and help that get shown in search really maximizes your efforts and grows your visibility. So if we are doing on social media, all right, um, if we do on social media, when we use hashtag, is that SEO? Am I doing an SEO thing here? Yeah. I Well, I don't claim to be an expert on Instagram. I do want us to think about the fact that when people are searching, whatever platform they choose, they generally know the same words. So if people aren't searching for fairy godmother wedding planner on Google, they're probably not typing that in as a hashtag that they're trying to search on Instagram either. So learning those keywords that your ideal clients actually know and search for is really valuable on all platforms. You can use those as your Instagram hashtags. You can use those as your TikTok hashtags and topics. You can use those keywords for Pinterest content as well. So it's you know, similar keywords, but different applications for those across the internet. Okay. So like I'm on LinkedIn. So I, um, every, every post that I do, I always, I always have at least four hashtags. So I will have a hash, two hashtags that relates to the contents that I'm teaching. Um, so one hashtag that relates to the content that I'm teaching, one hashtag is always in-person events because that's what I do. And then I have two other hashtags that people normally, some, most of the general public will not, will not type. One is my company name, M2 Hospitality. Oh. Uh, so they will, only, they will only type that if they know my company name. And one is Unstoppable Eventrepreneur. So I'm playing a long game because I know these two, my company name and the, and the coaching program, Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, will gain enough publicity that people will start checking. So every content that I put out will always have M2, hashtag M2 Hospitality, hashtag Unstoppable Eventrepreneur. So if one day somebody is going to just Google M2 Hospitality or hashtag M2 Hospitality or Google Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, all my contents with this hashtag will come out. Am I right? That sounds great. And also, I mean, if someone notices that it's a linked hashtag, I can imagine they might click that hashtag to see more of the content that you've created that's similar. So it seems like a good strategy to keep all of your own advice and content really well organized on the platform. Okay, good. All right. I hope you guys are taking notes. Okay. So the first thing that you need to do after we finish this podcast interview is you need to go start searching from the consumer point of view. If you are in Miami, what do you think they will be searching for an event planner? And then look at what Google suggests and start putting that on your website. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. So when you look at when you look at a um, let's say because you do SEO, right? Are you able to tell if a website or or YouTube video is SEO optimized? Of course. Yes. And here's how I know is that there's best practices for exactly where you would put your keyword. So if I open up the homepage of your website and all you've said is, I'm the fairy godmother of wedding planning and I can't find anywhere where you're actually located. And I look toward the top of the page and I don't see a keyword. And I look in the middle of the page and I don't see any keywords. And I look in the SEO title and there's no keywords. I know that that page is not SEO optimized. 
So the the real key and the building block of an SEO optimized page or piece of content is that keyword focus. Choosing your focus keyword that you want that page to show up for on Google. And then as you learn SEO, a lot of people think SEO is really complicated. I actually teach what I call a fill-in-the-blank SEO process. Because all a business owner needs to know is what blanks to fill in that Google is looking for the keyword in. So off the top of my head, I can tell you right now, it's a heading near the top of the page, on page, in the content, in the SEO title, in the SEO description. Those are the basic places that Google is looking for your keyword. And when you have it in all four of those places, you're much more likely to show up. So... When I pull up a page on the internet that has been optimized well, I can go, yep, 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 yep. I see the keyword in the right places. I can tell that SEO work was done on this website. Does that make sense? Yes. I think it's a, it's a, lot, it's, it's, it's a lot of um, technical terms here, but I know that you're going to give us more clarification at the end. So, okay, let's move on because we have quite a few questions. So that's great. And so what's the most common mistakes people make when trying to apply SEO to their business? I think we briefly talk about that, but let's repeat that so that people don't write fairy godmother for wedding planning. Yes. Most common mistake is not thinking about the actual keywords that your ideal clients would be searching for. And I know that some of you might be, well, like, I'm not really sure what they're searching for. And my number one piece of advice, if you don't want to use an SEO tool and you want to keep this easy and person to person, ask one of your favorite clients how they would describe what your service is. And if they were trying to find you on Google, what would they type in? Because that can be really telling. That can give you some great information about how are you positioned in the mind of your customer? What would they actually call what you do? That's way more important than what you choose to call what you do. This oh, is a, a, a big tip. topic. Very, very yeah. good tip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, big topic for wedding professionals and wedding planners specifically. So I know most wedding planners who offer a coordination service don't want to call themselves a day of wedding coordinator. They're like, I do way more than day of coordination. I refuse to use the phrase day of coordination. It is out of date. I'm not using it. The problem is that the person who wants to hire a coordinator, that's a phrase that they know. Mm-hmm. So it's important to think about how you can actually weave that phrase into your content. Even if you don't say, I have a day of wedding coordination package, you can say something like, Even better than hiring a day of wedding coordinator, consider our event management package. So you can still use the phrase that your client would be searching for and guide them toward the service they should actually be booking. So number one mistake is not thinking about what your ideal client would actually search for and not using that phrase on your website at all. Ah, this is a great tip. And you, you actually provided a very, an example that we can all, re, a very relatable example, because a lot of the uh, month, the day of coordinator, they, they do month off, right? Six weeks out. So they don't want to call themselves day of coordinator. But honestly, nobody cares how you call yourself, okay? All we care about is what people call you. That's just the way it is. So you don't pay you, other people pay you. So start listening to the people who's paying you. So yeah. 
And, you, so, and you've got to know what they're searching for so that you can guide them to your service. Otherwise, if you are so stringent about saying, I will never say the phrase day of wedding coordinator, there's going to be thousands of people a year who search for that on Google and you're not going to show up and they're going to hire someone else who's willing to use that phrase. So I want to make sure those opportunities come to you if that's a service you choose to offer. And that means you have to be a little bit creative in your language and step into it instead of being afraid of it. I love this. This is the bomb right here. Okay? This is what... Put, up, put aside our own ego. So ego doesn't, doesn't buy you Louis Vuitton. Okay? Ego doesn't fly you to Paris. Ego doesn't fit you filet mignon. So... Let's start thinking, what is best for our business? Branding is important. Like what Sarah just said, that you can, she, she just explained it so well that you can still put the keyword search, which is, which is a, I, we do more than a day of coordinator. There you go. Day of coordinator yes. is in there, the keyword, because we actually provide a whole month of coordination. Boom. You get to say what you want to say. You get to fulfill Google. So everybody's yes. happy here. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay. So I'm impatient. How soon can I see the results of SEO being optimized on my website? Yes. I think this is such a fair question because a lot of us, whether we're going to hire someone to do SEO for us, or we're going to try to learn the steps step-by-step on how to do it ourselves, it's like, okay, is this going to help me tomorrow? Is this going to fill my inbox with inquiries next week? And Unfortunately, it's really important for me to talk about the fact that SEO is a slow and long-term process because convincing Google, just like convincing a person that you have value, takes some time and it takes some effort for you you to start pointing Google in the right direction. Now, it's hard for me to say, oh, it's going to take you for sure this number of months to get to page one. Oh, you because, mean you can't guarantee me a certain period of time I will be ranked pitch one? Come on. <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. And one of the big reasons is because competition is so different based on your keyword or your market. Okay. So if I was trying to optimize a website for Battle Creek, Michigan wedding planner where I live, it's a really small town. There are not a lot of wedding planners here, but there are 10 spots on the first page of Google. Now, that would be really easy. I could do that in a few weeks and be on the first page of Google. But let's think about a market where probably more of your listeners are living. Somewhere like Chicago or Atlanta or Miami, there are 10 spots on the first page of Google and thousands of event planners who would like to get found there. And so how long SEO results take does depend on how competitive your keywords are. And that's why it's important to get creative and yes, optimize the homepage of your website for your most important keyword, but then also extend your strategy towards some things that maybe might be easier and faster to rank for. So thinking about what can you create content about that people might be looking for in your area. That can be something, well, Google is slow to rank you for my Miami corporate event planner. Maybe you can write a blog post about the best venues for corporate events in Miami. And you create a great piece of content that really serves what someone is looking for online who's in your ideal market. And then you can possibly rank faster if that keyword is easier to rank for. So competition plays a big part 
in how fast it will be to get to the first page of Google. And that's why I can't give you a certain amount of time, but I can tell you it definitely won't be next week. Okay. So I think you you highlight a, a point that um that is great to for us to know, which is SEO is not just about your Google keyword search, but you gave an example of if what other content can I create that I can put on my website yes. that people will search for. If let's say I do ticketed events, right? I may want to create some content about ticketed events, ticketed event strategy. I may want to create some content about that. And then I put that on my website. And if somebody is is searching for ticketed con, um, event strategy or ticketed events, my keyword may show up. So Google may find those keywords in my blog that is residing in my website and it will just show up or even my LinkedIn post or anywhere. So you can be found by, not just by your Google keywords on your website, but whatever content that you put and you, either you put a hashtag or any form of a um, of SEO, uh, YouTube you can put SEO. That that I know, right? Yes. So any opportunities that you can put as you can do SEO strategy on, you you need to think about it. Any content, okay? It doesn't have to be on your website. Am I right to say that? Yes, for sure. And okay. I really do recommend thinking about what are those things that my ideal client would be wondering about or struggling with where I have the answer. I have a step-by-step process or I can give them some advice because sometimes you can actually reach searchers before they've even considered hiring for your service. So the way that when we work with clients and students that we actually get them to double and triple their website traffic. It's usually through creating helpful content on the blog section of their website. And I'm not telling anybody you have to blog every week or even every month. I just want you to have a few really good blog posts that are made to target keywords that people in your area are searching for. And that's how you're going to get the most really relevant traffic to your website. It's not just your main event planner keyword. Yeah, that's that's a strategy that I use. You know, I have my podcast and my YouTube house inside and my blogs house inside my website. Perfect. So my 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 website is not super SEO optimized that I know for a fact. And probably will have you to take a look at it. And then um, but I know that I have a resource tab that I have the podcast, the YouTube, and also the blog where is SEO optimized over there? So when people are searching for how to price event services, boom, the video is in there. The podcast mm-hmm. is in there. The blog is in there. Therefore, we get quite a quite a good hit on our website, on our old website and migrated to our new website. So good, good. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm on the right well path. Well done. Absolutely. All right. So of all the ways that people can find us, like using ads, Google ads, Facebook ads, Pinterest ads, TikTok ads, just to name a few. And, you know, using ads, using Google My Business, using organic social media outreach. How effective do you think SEO is compared to these other outlets? Yeah, I think this is a really fair question. And I want to come at this by saying, I don't think SEO is necessarily the right fit for every business or every type of person. 
Oh, really? I know. I know many event professionals who've been very successful without getting found on Google ever. And that's totally fine. Me, you know, some, me. yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's totally fine. Some people are great at networking and they love it. Some people want immediate results and have big marketing budgets. So they'd be better suited to pay for ads. Here's the thing though. SEO is very special for people who are long-term strategists. So people who like to do something right that will pay off for them over the long term of their business. And I truly believe that SEO is the only strategy that is free that you only have to do once that keeps paying off for you year after year. So do we don't do we need to like refresh SEO keywords or not on our website? Not really. Nope. You set up the SEO following the fill in the blanks process. And then the other things that you do to build authority in your business will help you keep moving up over time. So blogging more often, getting more links and publications, all those things you should be doing anyway to build your online profile. All of that's going to help you rank more over time. And just to give you an example, I mentioned my very first wedding client earlier in our conversation. I worked with her over six years ago now. Well, she's still on page one of Google for her main two keywords, and she's brought in almost 10,000 visitors from Google in the last year. And this was from work that we did six or more years ago. So this is a long-term strategy that if you do it right, it will continue to bring new people to your website every single day, every single week, every single month. And that's really important for events industry businesses who always want to be connecting with new clients, especially in the wedding industry where there's no repeat business and you have to continue to be visible with people who are newly engaged and looking for someone to hire. So that's where I think SEO really has an advantage versus other strategies is that it doesn't cost anything other than your time and it can pay off for years and years. Okay. Is it difficult to learn how to put SEO keywords? I've tried to make it as simple as possible. So one of the advantages of what I do is I teach creative people and I try to be very cognizant of the fact that my students in SEO are creative people. They're not technical people. That's why I've <laughs> developed things like the fill in the blank process where I just say, okay, you're going to learn where these boxes are on your website. You're going to put your keyword here and then you're going to put it here. And we try to keep it very much methodical and you know, just that fill in the blank process. So I think it's a great skill for a business owner, a website owner to learn and do yourself because then you know how to do it on the main pages of your website and you know how to do it in your blog posts and other content. So okay. it's something I think if anyone knows how to edit their own website, I really believe you can learn how to implement keywords into it too. Okay. So if if people want... I mean, a lot of creatives probably will need this help. So if we want to really learn this, this SEO strategy and to optimize our own website or YouTube or whatever channel that they are on, but I think the website is the fundamental, um, how can they learn more from you? Here's what I recommend. And I have tons of free re resources and I love to help however I can. But the most transformative way to learn SEO is to actually learn the step-by-step -step process of everything you need to know rather than just try to pick up 
one tip here and one tip there. And that's why I have created a program that's called Wedding SEO Bootcamp. It's made for events industry professionals. It's four simple modules and helps them set up SEO on their websites in just two weeks. So that is the best way to learn the process of SEO and kind of like get it done and get it off your plate. Okay. Do you... Are you, do you teach this at any point in time apart from the course? You, you know, we were just discussing about like, is there any upcoming workshop that people can learn from you? And then if they really wanted to like, okay, if, you know, if they feel that, oh my God, you know, like I need a lot more help, then I think the course would be great for them. But if not, how can they get a taste of your teaching? Of course. I'd recommend coming to two trainings that I have coming up the first week in January. So I'll be teaching on January 2nd and 4th. And we're going to talk all about keywords on that day. So if you want to dig more into keywords, if you want to find out what people are searching for right now that are trends, I'm going to be teaching that on January 2nd and 4th. And it's going to be really fun. Just an hour long training where you can just get a little bit of taste of discussion on SEO and learn a little bit more about the trends I'm seeing in keyword searches. So definitely check those out totally free. And I think they'll be really fun. Okay. I think this is a good fundamental for many people who don't know what SEO is. Mm -hmm. And then after you attend um, Sarah's workshop, uh, you will have a better idea of start thinking about what would be the relevant keywords for your own business. Uh, for your website. And then if you really need more help and you want to be able to do it yourself, then um, I think her four weeks course will be a an ideal, will be an ideal investment. So how, you know, how how do people sign up for this? Like I will assume that we, you know, I, that I will have the link that I'm going to put in as we're recording this. I haven't received the link yet, but we will have a link for people to sign up. So I will put it in my show notes. And then um, they will be able to sign up. But in case that they haven't got a chance to go to the show notes that they're listening to this and immediately they have fast fingers and they want to sign up, do you already have a link or or website or something that they can sign up already or not? Uh, by the time that this episode comes out, we will have the sign up ready. <laughs> so definitely okay. check the show notes. May will have all the links for you and that's definitely the best place to find them. Fantastic. Okay, great. Now, um, if they want to learn more from you from an organic standpoint, like how do people find you? What, what are your social media handles? Yeah. So Instagram's the best place. I'm at Sarah does SEO on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok at the same place. So if you do like watching just quick videos and reading quick tips, that's the perfect place to connect with me. And I have tons of resources on my blog as well on my website, which is sarahdoesseo.com. It's so easy. So it's S-A-R-A-D-O-E-S-S-E-O. Okay? So I like to spell it out because sometimes people, sometimes they don't hear well and and then uh, they don't know what they're putting. (laughs) Then it it doesn't show up. So it's Sarah does SEO for everything, for her Instagram, for her website, for her TikTok. Fantastic. Thank you so much for giving me your time today, Sarah. I myself have learned a lot and I'm pretty sure that my listeners will be so appreciative and my YouTubers will be so appreciative of all the tips that you have shared and probably will go to LinkedIn as well. So everybody will benefit from our very informative uh, podcast interview today. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time and um, all the best for all the best for your for your launch in January. 
and helping people know more about SEO. Thank you, May. It was wonderful to get to chat with you and all of your listeners. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine. All right, people. So today I delivered a, uh, I always deliver, put it this way. All right, I always deliver. I mean, I deliver when I do a solo episode and when I have fantastic guests, I like to give it, you know, change it up a little bit, give it a mix just so you're not always listening to me. You are listening from other people as well, learning from other people. So if you like this episode, don't forget to give us a rating, rate us five star, okay? And also share our podcast to other business owners, especially in the events field, to help them to help them start and grow their event planning business, events business. We just not only talk about business, but we also talk a lot about mindset as well. Because I strongly believe if you don't grow as a person, your business will not grow. So we complement both strategies, 10 tactics, and mindset. So don't forget to rate us, don't forget to like us, don't forget to share, share our podcast. And to read the show notes for this episode so you're able to sign up for the free workshop that Sarah is doing on January 2nd and January 4th so you know how to do SEO yourself. And then if you like, enroll into a program to really get hands-on for your SEO, for your website to be SEO optimized. Thank you everyone for your time. I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.